guys are up uh, at the edge of the cave. Uh, Luke has uh, finished his uh, his short rest, his meditation, and he's had a look and he's just passed on the information to you that um, it's, it is an ancient Nord and it seems to be sort of um, maybe not a tomb, but seems to be some, uh, well, it's definitely a name uh, of somebody, Ragtime the Long-Sighted, and this seems to be the entrance into of his place, maybe, or his resting place, his tomb, or whatever it may be. But I mean, uh, it, it's probably too too detailed a question. But is is it clear that <clears throat> this was the uh, the lid to the tunnel, or a, or a title over that's fallen to the ground, or was it always on the ground? Not that it really matters. I'm just curious. It looks. It definitely looked, looked like it's fallen down, collapsed okay. on stuff. Can, can we see where it was? Was it vertical up on the wall, or is it sort of a, a, no, a, 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 a above seal? The, no, at the at the cave entrance, it's all just craggy rock. Now, this is pretty much the uh, the only thing here is what you see is the remains of, of whatever um, man made um, structure was there. Cool. All right, so um, I, I'm gonna. So I, I assume they we didn't see it, but I assume they reported it's dark and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. on the other side so I, I would suggest maybe since half the party half of us can't see in the dark maybe we should just uh just go ahead and carry a couple of torches yeah i was going to suggest the same thing totally um um can i um sneak ahead sort of at the at the edge of the the torch light uh would that be helpful sure so, so if, 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 I, if i carry the torch from the rear I mean, do we want two or do we want just one? If you if you're going to try to be sneaky at the edge of the torchlight, maybe we just carry one. Just to see if I can see anything, you know, before it sees us. I guess is is uh, is what I was thinking. So I I, I typically you know, would carry up the carry up the rear of the party, you know, the, given the tankiness and everything. Mm-hmm. So yep, uh, I I could carry the torch and uh, bring up the rear. Sort of hold it high and yeah, 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 yeah. Keep, shield it when you want a little darkness. Hold it high, yeah. So uh, that, that 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 might work. Okay, so um, you head up to the 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 new entrance to where this cave was. Uh, so um, if I can have mouse, is it just you heading out? while you're going to be like uh, 10, 15 foot ahead of everybody? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay, that seems. So you know- Roll a stealth check for me. Ready can if they are. Um, Watch out for that rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, with my with my stealth modifier, at least I got nine. <laughs> got a nine. Okay, Doug. Yeah. So that damn pickaxe. Why did I pick it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's your guilty conscience, your pickaxe thievery. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, can you guys all see that? So, we have Luke here at the back. Yep. I've put you in this there order. Is. So, we've got Luke here at the back, and Botty just in front of him. So, Luke's got the torch there to the left of him. And we have Jaquai there and Mouse just there, just ahead of everybody. And he's not being. As careful as he usually is here, the uh, the pickaxe seems. So, what did you get total, Matt? Uh, nine, nine total. Yes. So, um, give me one second. 
so yeah so as you can see you can see pretty much this with where the torchlight is now that's as much as you can see in the area at the moment um Jaquai, do you want to make I'm gonna, uh, move. I'm gonna sneak forward okay roll the stealth check Well, I didn't do too much better. I, did, I got a 10. 10. Okay. And um, so where are you going to move to? You're going to move past Mouse? Yeah. So if you. Because I can to, see a little bit further. Yeah, definitely. Can you um, roll a perception check for me, please? <clears throat> Not much better there. Um, 11. 11. Okay, so you have a look around. It is pretty dark, but all you can see ahead of you is pretty much the dark tunnel. You can see towards the end now, it seems to be opening up. Right at the very, very end of it seems to be some light coming uh, from the very further out. It's probably good sort of like 60 foot away where this light is you can see coming up from the other end of the tunnel uh but right in front of you now all you can see is a dark uh a tunnel with lots of rubble over the floor um so sorry 60. what's perception? okay yeah so uh what's that that's uh five ten Okay. So, what would you like to do? Um, <clears throat> you know, I'll keep moving forward since. Yeah, I would say that let's let's stay in the same arrangement way. and uh, keep Luke back there with the torch, but moving in the same. Uh, yeah. I'll move up next to uh, uh, to Jaquai, and then uh, we'll move forward. What another twenty five or thirty feet? Um, <clears throat> to see if he can discern more from the light that's coming uh, from that area 60 feet ahead of us. Okay. Yep. Maybe as some of the rubble clears, I'll be able to be sneakier. Okay, so <laughs> just as you reach, you move up to just beyond scope of the... Um, uh, of the torch and that's when you hear and you feel the rubble under your feet start to move and then you hear this sudden <sighs> what do you do? I don't know because my map didn't uh, uh, Jaquai disappeared yep <laughs> Yeah. Jaquai's disappeared. Uh, Jaquai, you, uh, as you stepped into that area where it's just out of range of the light, um, or again, you can just see rubble on the floor, and they go. But as you approach that feel area, the rumble. you felt you felt the rubble start to shift and move, and you heard. What do you do? So is is the light at the end of the tunnel any more pronounced? Uh, 
the uh, oh sorry, I forgot to say that this um gurgling this uh, like that, it's very, very close. It's just below you. Oh my. It's like probably about five foot. It's as if somebody right next to you just let out a very large belch. <laughs> what do you do? Hmm. Um, I'm going to drive my drive my claws into the floor just to see if it's something that's alive underneath me. Yeah, you uh, get down and you start to move some of the the rubble away, and then you see two heads start to climb and poke the way up from the inside in very ramshackle, disgusting armor. They're not actually skeletons. They're definitely dead. But these still have some, like, flesh that seems to be dried. And then you look over and one of their... Uh, and you see their eyes are bright blue. And they have a sword and a shield by their sides. And they start to get up. And they start to look towards you and growl. I'd like everybody to roll initiative, please. Two, two, so, uh, okay. Six. Ten for me. Eight for me. Also eight. Sorry. I lost it again. So, who was the highest now? Somebody had ten? Yeah, that was me. I had ten, yeah. Kwai. Or Jaquai, sorry. Uh, who was below that? Who else got ten? Uh, not me. I got six. Yeah, Andrew and I got eight. So uh, and, uh, Body will go next because she's yeah, sneakier, more dexterous. Yeah, Body, Luke, and, and then um, Mouse. <coughs> And we have plus two. So, oh shit, they rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh dear. Yikes. So, I, if you would mind, please welcome Draugr to the game. <laughs> <laughs> The new faces, as promised. Wait, Draugr? What's that? <laughs> so, Jaquai, you're up front, and just to the right of you, one has just managed to push the rubble to one side, and he stands up, and it's those, the one to the left. And then, from... Just beyond them, another one starts to move forward. Oh, dear. And this one comes out and into the light. Probably you're going to see a little bit more, actually. So probably just there. And... 
this one is going to move right up against you and he's going to make a swing with his sword and he rolled oh shit that's a natural 19 he has a plus four, so yeah, he's definitely hitting you with that. And that's with his short sword, so that is 1d6. <coughs> uh, so that's a three, so that's five points of damage to you, Jaquire. guy here is going to move 5, 10 and now right up against you Maz take an attack against you and that is a 6 plus 4 so that's a, a 10 what's your armor class? 14 14, yeah. So he swipes at you and uh, you manage to see it coming in time after sort of like seeing uh, they say it's similar, a slow moving, but sort of like definite um, drive for attack against Jaquai. And you see it's kind of attacks in a pretty similar way. Uh, and you manage to dodge out of the way of it. And the one at the back here has got a bow and arrow. And he is also going to shoot at Jaquai. And that's another natural 19. Yes. He definitely hits. Merry Christmas. Is he dead? Uh, um, that's another D6 plus 2. Shit. That's 7 points of damage to Jaquai. Yes. And it was minus, uh, that wasn't right. Your total was 17, so then minus 7, and it was minus 5 as well, wasn't it? So Jaquai's looking pretty bad. He got <coughs> slashed across the chest, and then an arrow came out of nowhere and hit him straight in the shoulder. Going right back. So now, first up is Jaquai. What would you like to do? Oh, we lost Ray again. Oh, snap. No, no. I'm looking at the roll 20 map. Oh. No, he's he's live on on the... Ray, are you, are you back with us? Oh, we can't hear you, Ray. <laughs> That's there because I was muting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all the swears. <laughs> <laughs> you are hurt pretty badly. Uh, yeah, so, um, all right, so I I don't get any protection. For, I've got an armor class of 17. Yeah, that's what they rolled a 20, and both of them rolled a 19. And okay. then they've got plus uh, four to hit. Uh, yeah, plus four to hit. So that was thir- uh, 23 
each time, so they hit you both times. So you're taking quite a bad beating now from both of them. But you're now up to X. You've got one right next to you, and one behind you is just taking a swipe at Mouse, but has missed. Okay. All right. Well, since I'm here, I'm going to go ahead and at least take one attack on this guy. The one that attacked you? Yep. The one right in front of me. Okay. So. And I'll uh, hit him with my claws. Okay. So uh, roll a d20. <coughs> right. Uh, so that's. 13 plus which modifier? Uh, did you roll a 13? Yeah. You definitely hit then. His armor okay. class is 13, so you hit. Okay. So rolled for damage, which would be a d6 plus your dexterity bonus. All right. So that's a eight. Eight damage to that guy. Um, are you... Give me one second. So he was at 13. And sorry, how much was it? Eight, did you say? Yeah. And uh, are you hitting him again? Um, you can do an offhand attack for free. Or is it as a bonus action? Yeah, it's as a bonus action. So you got an offhand. So you can swipe. You've just hit him with your right, and you can again hit him with your, with your left without uh, using Yeah, a, without using any key. Yes. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, so roll another d20. So, that was a 15. Yep, so that hits. So just roll a d6 and add your uh, four decks. And another eight. Right, so <clears throat> after you see Jaguar take damage, you just see him face off and the fangs come out bearing straight down at him and not even shifting in position just <laughs> and slash right up underneath the juggler across the throat and you see bits of bone, bits of flesh, dead rotten flesh splatter against the wall and then he comes up with the left and just nearly rips the head clean off the corpse as it falls down flat on the floor dead. Nice. So you right. totally annihilated him. Uh, did you want a bonus action? Yeah, so I need to get the hell out of dodge. Yeah. <laughs> I will say so. that you're still in melee range with the... Uh, and I, Because you're new to d and I'll let you know this. Uh, you're mm-hmm. still in melee range with the one that's behind you. Even though uh, the one next to uh, so if you get try to move away from him, he has a thing called an opportunity attack. So as you're trying to walk away and get out of melee range with him, unless you have what Mouse has, which is disengage, um, he can swipe at you as you're trying to leave his range. Basically, what I'm saying is that if you try and move, he's gonna he's gonna try and hit you. Hmm. <laughs> Right, for example, if you had a healing potion or a healing spell or something, you could stay put and use that without 
opera opening yourself to that opportunity attack. Right. But then I'm still right in front of the one behind with the bow and arrow. He's got a bow and arrow. He can hit you regardless whether you're dead. He'll be able to hit you anywhere in the, anywhere in, in, on the map. Well, not if I'm behind you and body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is true. And and you, and, know, and you, you do you, you do have you you do have you you have seen your spellcaster friends in the party heal people so you you that that you you, you know there's you're watching the guy at the top as well that the one that took the arrow shot he is still reaching back to go and get it it's taking him some time to get the arrow out and knock the arrow so you got some time before he's ready to take his next shot. Mm-hmm. So what would you like to do? So clearly the Draugr can see in the dark. Uh, yes. Um, Well, and either one of them are going to be able to hit me. I'm going to. I'm going to still uh, go ahead and and dash back and try to get behind Luke and Body. All right. So that's uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty. Yes, you can get in between Body and Luke. So. Uh, Luke is actually at your 40 marker there. So you can get in between Butty and Luke and sort of like kind of the same sort of square. Uh, So um, all right, now I am going to, I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, I'm just going to go nuts. I'm going to hit the guy in front of uh, um, mouse. Mouse. I'm going to use a key uh, a key point, and I'm going to hit him twice. Awesome! With flurry of blows. Roll yep. a d twenty. Fourteen. Fourteen. You rolled a fourteen. Yeah, his armor class is 13, so that hits. And uh, roll for the second one as well while you're there. Okay. 15. 15. So they both hit. So now roll damage, which is, uh, again, your your D6 slashing and uh, plus 4 modifier. So 8. Crap. And six. Six. Uh, What's eight and six? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, so he's only got hit points of 13. So an amazing display of of, of fury and skill and precision with uh, a deafness that none of you has actually witnessed before close hand in in combat. Uh, Jaquai has just taken out two opponents 
the was <laughs> it, it was quite a sight to see of of how much damage he comes up after felling the one that has just done so much damage to him. He's turned around while you look on, Mouse. He scratches again right through the throat from the side of that one, and then brings up his other one to slash right through the side, spilling all the spleen and the guts out through the side of the abdomen of the other one as it just leans over and just sort of like, you know, you, you actually see the blue lights of its eyes. It's bright, sort of like glowing blue eyes sort of like start to burn out and then fade away as it falls down to the floor. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. And it's now uh, Botty's turn. Uh, the remaining foes in the room are the. It's just the Draugr to the back, right? With the bow and it's, arrow now? Yep, it's the one Draugr with the bow and arrow right at the very back. Okay, I I have uh, an attack I would like to try to use on him, which is a range of 30 feet. Can I move close enough to be within range of that? 15, 20, 25, 30. So that's you're just behind your quiet. So that's 5, 10. 15. Yeah, so if you're getting just behind Jaquai or right in front of Mouse where that where the other Draugr that he killed has just dropped to the floor, he can stand right there. So just in front of Mouse where that Draugr used to be. I can do that. Yep, so now he's definitely in range of 30 feet of you. Okay, um, I would like to try to cast... A spell, if I might. Uh, Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, it's a first level enchantment. Cast time is one action. Range of thirty feet. Um, duration. Uh, it's a concentration of up to one minute. The uh, creature seen within range thinks everything is hilarious and collapses in a fit of laughter. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone. Uh, creative. No, the creature with an intelligence of uh, four plus is unaffected. At the end of each of its turns and each time it takes the, the target makes another wisdom saving throw with disadvantage if triggered by damage. Just rolled a seven and it's got a minus one uh, wisdom. So you all watch as Barty sort of like kind of skips forward and points out. And again, she starts as she's speaking her words. So you see this sort of like green glowing light with golden flecks coming out of her voice and stuff like so it's to come out in a sort of like green mist traveling towards this draw guard that's starting to knock its bow and she casts it and do you, what do you say to cast this um, this spell um, what do you do do you do anything I, I spell a joke <laughs> I say hey Draugr did you know that you are more likely to be killed by a domesticated cow than by a slaughterfish? <laughs> As you watch, this <laughs> Draugr's eyes grow a little 
brighter and its head starts to move back as the bow and arrow goes. <laughs> <laughs> and just drops to its knees and its bow and arrow goes like <laughs> it's probably the most disturbing scene you've ever seen as, as you open its mouth you see bits of worm and maggots start to fall out of its mouth as it is laughing so hard and it's now lying on its back cackling away <laughs> amazing um, uh, did you want to do a bonus action you do have your uh, two more bardic inspirations. Um, am I am I allowed to heal Jaquai? Uh, healing word is a yeah, bonus action, of, so yes. Yeah, healing word. Is... Let's do that. Poor fellow. So what's, am, I uh, healing word? Now? am I too far away now? Did he move? No, it's got a long range. I, um, I need I'm right next to you anyway. Right I'm there. laying there on the ground next to you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, let's heal. Let's heal him up. Okay, so that's um, uh, another spell. So, what does the spell say? Uh, healing word. Let's see. Cast time one bonus action. Range of sixty feet. Okay, right, right. One d four. Scene within range regains HP of one d four plus my spell casting modifier. Which is charisma, and it has no effect on undead constructs. Okay, so a one d four. Yep. So roll that. Okay. A two. And add three to that, so that's five. Five. To heal five points to quiet. Better than nothing. That's true. Thank you. So now, um, used all your movement to get there. It is Luke's turn. So Luke, so uh, well, go ahead if you know where everything is going on. All right. So I'm going to move. I'm going to take my movement, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to uh, launch the uh, guiding bolt spell at the guy in the back. Uh, and I will get a 16 adjusted with that. 16, yes, that definitely hits. Let me make sure that's right with my bonuses. Let's see. Oh, uh, um, yeah, 60, yeah 16. To roll, no, roll at disadvantage because he's prone. He's lying on the floor, and ranged attacks against prone has disadvantage. Okay. Uh, 13. So to, to just a lower roll is 13. 13, and his armor class is 13, so that still hits. All Two right, damage. so he takes seven, 12 radiant damage. 12, yeah, he just, uh, it, uh, he's got, you see him blast through and hit him and absolutely shreds most of his body, but you can still hear. So if Mouse chooses to make a melee attack uh, on his track, because I think Mouse hasn't gone yet, then uh, he gets advantage on the attack roll because of the, the sparkly light that shines him. 
Um, even though that he just got blasted with uh, 99% of his hit points away in one shot, he still only rolled a five on his saving throw. So he finds that guarding boat hilariously funny. <laughs> and he's still <laughs> cackling away as he's lying on the floor. And, and I, w- I will also fling a healing word at Jaquai as my bonus action. Okay. Uh, and he will be cured. He'll be uh, healed for six points of damage. Six points. Points. He's almost back to full health again. Nice. So now it's uh, back to Mouse's turn. Well, um, clearly, I need to move right up into this guy's face here and draw my daggers. And you have uh, advantage on it, so you get sneak attack because he's prone. Yep. Nice. This should make short work. 13. Or, well, let's. So 13 plus attack bonus is 518. Yep, that hits. And you don't and, have to do anything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It hits, it wipes them, and you just literally, you in the cackling mind, is, is there any particular way you want to finish this? Is I just want to go for that that cackling mouth and all those worms. I'm going to drive both daggers right through his mouth and back of his head. It <laughs> <laughs> just shut him up. <laughs> awesome. So there yep. we go. So combat's over now. All right. Nice. What would you like to do? Oh, loot. Botty <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, Luke come up to Jaquai to check to see he's all right. And mm-hmm. uh, even without turning around, Mouse starts digging around. Yeah. In this uh, drawer's body, so roll uh, an investigation check with advantage. Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you're searching all the bodies, right? Well, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I'm searching the one that's closest to me first. But yes, I'm going to. I think our deal was to save the spiders. Nobody said anything about saving. That's exactly the right. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not worried about saving any of these guys. This was. This is extra. So you. Um. You have a look at the the armories completely shot it's just ragged pieces of scrap and bits of metal that are sort of like you know um are now inside the flesh they're not going to be loose the the weapons and the shields are really crappy old rusted um so it's up to you you can take them but they're not looking at them they're not really worth taking um you do find uh on all three bodies probably uh a total of about six gold. Yeah, for a total of six gold, probably about seven pieces of silver as well. So six gold and seven silver on okay. all three of the bodies. Okay. I just searching through it. Uh, just in sort of like, you know, in old tattered uh, little pouches that seem to be attached to the side of their armor. Okay. I'm going to, I'll take all that gold and silver and then I will, uh, I will give, um, you say you say six gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give all of the uh, everybody else two gold each, and I'll keep the silvers. Okay. Um, and is there any uh, economy here? What, what I don't what, remember what, what 20, was it? Twenty silver to one gold. Is it no, okay. ten? Is it is, is it ten? Everything ten. Was, okay. And how many silver were there? Seven. 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 Okay. So I got seven silver. Uh, wasn't Luke carrying our. 
No, yeah, we have we have a we have a a gold piece and five silver from from prior. Uh, oh, okay, that's so. What do we? What do we? Let's combine it all. Let's uh, and we'll, we'll we'll divvy it up evenly. So, uh, well, sure I'm sharing it out. You, you guys are paying me, so so I'm I'm you know. Well, uh, no, we're not paying you. You told us last time you didn't need to pay. We didn't need to pay you. Well, that's true. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> we're, we're we're all in this together. Okay. So you're putting it all together in the in the special pouch kitty that Luke has. Okay. So, Nice. Luke, if you yeah. add your inventory, all right. Well, then I'll just throw yeah. my silver in there as well. Yeah, yeah. So we'll 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 uh, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a blow at it back at the uh, at the end again. <laughs> so, are any uh any burial urns or other uh, funerary uh, artifacts back here? I know everything. Everything pretty much in this tunnel has been <laughs> I, I pretty much destroyed. It's uh, it looks like something pretty shaken up uh, had uh, happened in this tunnel area and had crushed all of these gentlemen inside it and that's what died ah. um, and it got risen up again when you entered into the area um, off in the distance uh, just in this sort of area here this is where you see the the light coming from another chamber just up ahead wow. mm-hmm. that's right there's more uh, so, Jaquai, to- so, are you uh, with those with those two uh, healing spells? Or are you uh, are you are you back close to hundred percent? Yeah, I'm just I'm just one point short. If somebody could just uh, um, help me snap this uh, arrow out of my shoulder, <laughs> the uh, body's closer. I'll uh, or I'll I, actually I just looted the body right in front of you, so I'll I'll give you a hand uh, uh, with that. We'll snap it, off uh, one side and then pull it out the other side, and and then yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That'd be good to go. Magically heals itself there. Yeah, it'll um, still be a little sore, but yeah, I'll, I'll be, it's better than catching it on a you know on a wall as we're crawling through the cave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I guess I'm going to sneak forward to at least the limits of the light and see what I can see up there. Sure. Um, so, if you want to uh, roll a stealth check for me, please, and I, I assume you're heading up here. Yes, up there. So that's uh, let's see. Uh, do the math. Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh yeah, with eight. Sixteen plus seven. So, uh, give me one second. Colin, do you control the torch? Because uh, I think we'll have the torch up. I mean. Because so so, Mouse is up at the the, the tail end of the uh, right the north end. Yeah, so up, up here. But there's light up there. That's what I'm. That's so so. The, oh, so maybe we leave the torch in the middle of this one, and then we all kind of. Kind yeah, of, I figure you're up. still holding the torch, so we can see dimly around where we are. But there's light ahead, so I'm sort of scouting yeah. ahead for the light. Okay, all right. So yeah, I'll hang kind of in the middle with the torch. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'll kind of hang in that area. Uh, most you uh, venture forward. Are you, is he going alone? What's uh, Botty and uh, Jaquai doing? I'll go right behind him. I'll yeah. tag along as well. So can I have you two roll stealth checks as well, please? <laughs> uh, 13 for me. Oh, seven. Yuck. 
I forgot to pick up my pickaxe again. So as you venture forward towards the end of the cave, it actually, you do see some pretty strong light coming from uh, this area. And as you get to the edge of it, you have a peer in of the area. Ooh. Should have. Oh, my. Oh, my. Wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. There we are. Okay. What the hell is this? This is cool. I love this. So you have an open view. You see just ahead of you up to the the left, past a big round table, you see what seems to be a very old, very ancient blacksmith's forge. Oh, cool. Uh, That has never seemed to died out um, with fire burning and it has a few little metal um, pieces sticking, still sticking in out of it with an anvil so, right up next to it. Oh, I was gonna so say that, that's the odd shaped object is the anvil. That looks like a toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and over to <laughs> the, the right you see a very large table uh, with what appears to be some sort of armor uh, lying on top of it, and uh, over there, um, you spot what seems to be a rather large chest. Hmm. Uh, the rest, of, and then past here, you can't really see because of this large table and this other really extra large uh, anvil over here. Hmm. So it's, it appears to be a like a real old workshop. Interesting. Well, I'm going to move oh, there a little farther. Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll follow at the same distance, you know, sort of, you know, sort of, sort of like you know here. You know. Wait, no, yeah, wait, what? No, no. That's weird. What's that? I I I had I logged my hit points in here, and it went back to it, it like reverted back to last session's hit points. Oh. oh, oh. If you click on yourself, yeah. you can you can you can you can enter your hit point. You know, oh, you, yeah, you I haven't been, I haven't, yeah, I should yeah, use that more. I haven't been doing that. I've been just doing it on my. Uh, yeah, mine did the same thing. Yeah. So ignore whatever Sorry, pops up. Um, what was um, your stealth rolls, uh, mouse? And my, to, mine was twenty three. Oh, mine yeah, was uh, 13. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Sorry. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You didn't sneak in there, did you, Luke? <laughs> Not even going to bother. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. Tankity, tank, tank. Wake up. Uh, from the table to your right, you suddenly hear as you hear metal on metal grinding and then you see the hollow empty suit of armor start to move oh no and it starts to stand up
get up at the edge of the table. I would like everybody to roll initiative, please. Nice. Oh, no. Five. <laughs> Oof. Eleven. Have we got anybody above 15? No. No, I am 15. Okay, so we got Jaquai. And anybody 10 to 5? Yeah, at 11. I'm at 5. Okay, so we have Luke. And uh, so you've got 5, Mouse. What do you have, buddy? 3. And uh, Botty is last. And what does my friend have? Uh, He has no bonus. And he is 10. So he goes the same time as Luke. So, Jaquai, you're up front. As um, uh, Luke kind of saunters up behind you, clang, 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 clangity, clang, <laughs> as you and Mouse are sort of like stealthily moving towards the forge. <laughs> He's sort of like looking around with his mice slamming against his shin pads. Uh, you hear, look over and you hear, as you hear metal on metal, and then suddenly this, what appeared to be just uh, little chunks of Draugr armor, a full set, um, was hollow, just lying on the table, starts to move and get up. And there is now in full standing position and standing about a foot taller than your other more friend. What would you like to do? So and, the round... Uh, we're, we're, sorry, sorry, Colin, we're, we're correctly positioned as we are right now when... when... The armor woke up? Yes. Okay, cool. Thanks. Sorry, Ray. That's okay. So the round things in the room, are those pillars or tables? Tables. Damn it. (laughs) Okay, so I am going to... Let's see. Uh... All right, so I'm. Uh, there's nothing I can hit this guy with. I'm gonna have to move. Um, I'll move over here behind the table. Okey doke. And uh, he has no bonus. Uh, anything that you wanted to do? Anything you wanted to say? Um. No, I'm just I'm just hiding, crouched behind the table, waiting to be able to move into position. Okay, doke. Uh, you're still in stealth, right? What did you roll for stealth again, please? Oh, um, so in the tunnel, I rolled a thirteen to roll <laughs> it again. No, no, that's fine. Okay. Um, so now we have and Luke, you have a plus one to Dex, don't you? Yes. Yeah, you go first then. 
Okie dokie. All right, so I will go one, two, three, four is 28. So that's basically my movement. Uh, I guess I'll go there, and since I can't quite close the melee range, I will cast my uh, my uh, uh, cantrip. Uh, let's see. Uh, my uh, let's see. Sacred flame. Um, he gets to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And uh, no, with a, not with a four. All right. Let's see. So it's just d8, no bonus on the table two two big points of flame damage no uh radiant damage two big points two big points so okay so yep uh any bonus action or any, any more movement or anything nope that's it okay so after you make that move <clears throat> you hit him and he decides to move five, 10, 15. Bring it. Getting right uh, into your face, into melee range with you. I'm already. He is going to. Uh, hmm. Doesn't tell me what he's doing. Um, it looks like just bludgeoning attacks with his two big armored fists. Uh, and he rolls a two. So yes. he comes straight up with his fists and slams them down right at you. But you manage to hold strong, pull your shield up, and just then bounce his fists off, taking absolutely no damage whatsoever. Nice. And um, uh, next up is Mouse. Okay, so I am going to uh, move, let's see, 7, 14, 21. I'm going to jump up on this old sarcophagus here. Um, nice. And pull my daggers out. I assume since I'm, I rolled 23 stealth that he's still unaware of me. Do I get a sneak attack uh, on him? If you're attacking now, yes, you are. You, he did not uh, notice you. He noticed Luke walking up. All right. So I'll roll twice for my attacks here. Uh, 14 plus five, 19. And for and nineteen and nine on my attacks for my daggers. So uh, the first one hit with the nineteen. Second one did not. Okay, so hang on, let's see for D four here. Oh. Well, let's see where it came up. Landed on the floor, and it is a one. <laughs> um, so that's one piercing, and then I get a D six for a sneak. Yeah, um, and that's a four plus proficiency on on the sneak attack. I have. You don't get proficiency bonus. I don't get anything. Yeah. Okay. Or, so, or dex bonus. Or yeah. Anything. Yeah. Okay. So right. a four. Um, four total. 
uh, five Dead. total. Yeah. Five total. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you, you, I'm sorry. Uh, it's dexterity, but no proficiency on on uh, damage. On damage. Yeah. So I'm I'm sorry. So it's three. It was one plus three, so four, so eight total. Eight damage total. Yes. Okay. Um, so what you tell them, so that's another three. Okay. So, um, anything else you want to do? I, I definitely want to dodge out of the way uh, behind him. So, um, disengage. Yeah, disengage. Yes. Uh, or, or can I only disengage and stay where I am? Is that is that the uh, uh, the rule well, you can on, disengage on and move away. So a dodge is sort of like you, right. Sorry, uh, wrong terminology. Yeah. Add, uh, but what I want to do is, if you want to move away from him, uh, you want to disengage, right? And then sort of like step away, so you're not in melee range with him. Yeah. So I'm going to move to, I believe, there and uh, turn to face. Okay. So I'm behind him now. Yep. Perfect. So, it is now Butty's turn. Okay, I'm. I have no idea if something like this is allowed, but I'd like to try something fun here. <laughs> um, I have a spell called Unseen Servant. And this servant can light fire. So I would like to try to light a fire underneath this thing's feet to see if I can give it some fire damage. Just give me one second. Um, can you... Not it allowed to doesn't... attack, but is yeah. that only an attack? Um, does it tell you the cast time of Unseen Servant? Uh, cast time one action. Excellent. Okay, so you can action it. Um, uh, roll an intelligence check. Right, yo. Sorry, that must be insulting to you. Eighteen. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. You will know that um, he's made of metal. It's just a uh, metal armor. Uh, he's on a stone floor next to a, uh, was it a stone table, and literally there's hardly anything on fire here. Uh, the only thing, the only thing that's seems to be flammable is in the actual forge. There's no wood around here or anything like that. Okay, so it would be pretty difficult to try and set a fire, and you're not too sure whether that much fire, like you know, just putting a torchlight to um, would do anything. Yeah, would do that much to him. So, all right. Uh, I know of anything fun here. How about I just pop out my bow and shoot him again? Go for it. Let's, let's pop out that bow. What was it? A, um, roll a d20. Or a 20. And add your Ooh. dex, which is plus 3. Natural 20, so 23. Nice. Oh, you get a critical hit. Um, so Very that nice. means um, it was, I said you were going to do uh, one D four on it because it was a really crappy bow. So roll a D four, okay, uh, twice. Uh, plus three, plus one. 
So that's four, and then add your dex uh, to it. That's another three. So that's seven total damage you do with your shot. Uh, you see his um, body from the other side um, with her bow, pulling it out in a really deaf move, very nice and quick, and just pops off an arrow that flies straight through, whistling past the ear of Luke, right into the empty face hole of the armor, bashing the rope right in there and putting a dent in the back that you can see from the back there, Mouse. <laughs> awesome. Minus seven. Okay, so after that, did you have a, a bonus action that you wanted to do? Did you want to inspire somebody? I believe you have... Now you still have two because you didn't use one the last time, did you? Um, let's see. No, yeah, you used healing the, the, word. So yeah, yeah exactly. you still yeah, have yeah. two inspirations left. So did you want to inspire somebody? Uh, sounds great. Who actually, who's next? Is That would be Jaquai, right? You don't know? I don't know. He's the one who moved first. Yeah, let's inspire Jaquai. But he, he is the further he's also no, no, the no, furthest sorry. away. Um Luke is standing face to face with the guy, so let's let's inspire Luke, shall we? Okay. Once again. Uh, do you say drink, anything drink, to him? Drink, drink, drink. Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> <laughs> Myself awesome. the Nord Mead. Yeah, so uh, you've got now an extra 1d6 to add to an ability check there, Luke. And uh, next up is Jaquai. Ooh. Are you muted again? Yeah, you're muted again there, right? Yeah, yeah. Stupid dogs are barking. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a movement of 40, so I move up next to him. Right in. Uh, yep. I, I will uh, bust out the claws. Perfect. Roll a d20. Roll, roll your attack uh, twice. 18. 18. That's, uh, that's the roll, yes? Yeah, that's without any, because that one doesn't get any bonuses, does it? Yeah, you get um, your attack roll, so you add your dexterity and your proficiency bonus to that. So if you roll oh, 18, you're adding a Plus six, six. So yeah, you're like 24. Plus yeah, that definitely hits. All right. And then a D6. D6 plus my dexterity, right? Yes. All right. So that's a six. And then you can roll your second attack. Ooh. That's a ten. Ooh. Uh, your first attack manages to get in at the join of where the helmet meets the shoulder pads of the armor, and you manage to get in underneath it and scrape right through to it and taking actually bits of chunks of metal with you but your second one comes up along the back and hits some reinforced padding that's supposed to protect the kidneys of the armor area and your claws just scrape up against it doing no damage oh no dang me well then 
We better key up. Ooh. I got one more key point. So I get two more attacks. Go for it. All right. So this one is 14 plus 6, so 20. Hits. And a four, so eight on my attack on the first one. Okay. And seven on the second one. And then a seven on the second one. Uh, On the attack or the damage? Uh, The uh, damage. Did you you roll for the attack on the second one? Oh, sorry. No. Do, 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 do. So, uh, 13. Did you roll a 13, or is that plus the no, modifiers? that's with the modifiers. Ah, yeah, so again, um, it just seems that your, your right hand, you're doing all the damage with him, but uh, your left hand seems to need a little bit of work, maybe, <laughs> uh, as it again finds a, a reinforced piece of the armor. But it's look, you've done some massive damage to it there. The helmet now is sitting, listening to one side, and you can hear the groaning coming from the inside of the uh, the armor as it starts to list to one side, leaning towards Luke. And um, did you want to do anything? Um, so use a key point. Did you want to move again, or did you? Yeah, I'm going to move off. Move off. Okay. As I, I'll remind you again, he he would get an opportunity attack against you. Um, of anywhere I move. Yeah, if you if you dis if you if, unless you have the disengage special action. Yeah, if you if you lo- uh, remove yourself uh, from melee range, he's a melee range of five foot. So if you move f- more than five foot away from him, I get out of his melee range. As a reaction, he sees that movement and sweet lashes out to try and uh, hit you as you're trying to move away from him. You could circle around him, no problem, but as soon as you try to get out of melee range with him, he would probably swing for you, seeing as you've done all that damage to him. But I could move directly behind him? You could, yes. You could circle around him. Yep, there you go. Okay, that's what I'll do. Okay, and it's back round to Luke. And Luke, you just saw um, Jaquai again just swoop in and decimate an enemy he starts to do is his you keep on looking at his left hand uh does need some work but uh, you, <laughs> that right straight of his it does some serious damage so got the red right hand so all right so uh, i'll yeah. uh I, I will uh i will i will see if i can uh, with my right hand but may see if i can uh, add to the damage here just okay. take a swing and stay on the table uh i get a 20 adjusted so i let's see the bardic inspiration is uh, sorry you hit anyway yeah i was going yeah, yeah, yeah you're not supposed to tell me i'm not going to use the bardic inspiration because i think a 20 will hit so i will roll my d6 and ooh, max out i will do 10 points of damage which is just enough as he only had two points less and you see as as Luke springs down the mace, fury that you haven't seen much of, just crams it down straight down on top of the 
<laughs> the helmet of the armor as it bends inwards and crushes and actually knocks half of the helmet inside of the chest cavity of the hollow armor and the armor falls flat down to the floor. Nice. Poor Ragtime. Go team. And you are now out of combat. What would you like to do? Loot. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna examine the armor just for uh, just to see if it's anything uh, anything of interest or any note you know, just from a historical curiosity perspective. Sure. I'd like to. Uh, I'm sorry. Roll an, investi- roll an investigation check, loot. Uh, uh, oh, we did not do well. We did. Uh, we only got a six on that, so not good. Yeah, it looks very similar to the armor you've seen the draugr out in the hallway looking at, but you can't really tell that much different with it. You you do see there's some like Nordic writing, um, uh, sort of like a uh, like marking. It's not actually a word, but you don't recognize it. It's on his on his right shoulder uh, and on his left shoulder. It's on both shoulders and just like a little mark. You know, it's it's ancient Nord, but you don't know what it actually means uh, and uh you can tell me if there's uh, i'm i'm well uh well mouse is looting i'll i'm gonna <laughs> sort of make the rounds of the place sort of doing if, 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 if there's anything that's worthy of a check or anything you can let me know but i'm gonna look at everything really closely because this is pretty interesting yeah so i'll let that mouse go on with the looting if there's nothing to, to well to mouse is definitely going to go over to that chest and see if it's locked or not uh yes yeah, so make an investigation check Oh, whoops. Sorry, I got myself out of the wrong... Uh, that's a six. Uh, eight, sorry, eight. Well, um, you try it, and it's definitely locked up. We'll have to say, uh, going forward, um, if you, you have to declare if you're going to check for traps first, ah. and then if you're going to check uh, to see if it's locked. So going My forward, apologies. always remember that, that you need to check for traps first. Um it's not trapped, but you do test the lid, and it is locked. Well, I do have lock picks. Okay, so do you want to make a uh, a tool um, check? It's, yes. Um, got a, you got proficiency with it as well, so that's a d twenty in your doohickeys. And my, what, what's the modifier for that? Uh, Dexterity. Dexter. Oh God. Six total. Uh, yeah, I don't have any other. Let's see. Um, yeah, it's just just three plus six. There's no sleight of hand or or. Did you say there was a? Uh, now, if you, if you I have got proficiency. Oh, plus two. So so it's a, a eight. Eight. Now you you have a good old jiggle at it and moving it from left to right. And then suddenly you just hear a ping yeah. as the uh, the lockpick snaps off inside. Curse. Um, Botty and Jaquai, what are you doing at this moment? Watching mouse break uh, lockpicks. <laughs> Botty's looking around for a sandwich. <laughs> Uh, make an investigation check, boys. Oh, sweet. Uh, nine. 
Nine. Um, you venture over the table. There's there doesn't seem to be any food or anything like that. Uh, loads of iron filings on the on the floor and things like that. You walk over to the forge. You've got a couple of um, metal things like the scene. There were half um, made swords of some sort uh, in the forge. But uh, no, you don't find any sandwiches, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, with with because uh, it's quite a simple look on it, uh, Mouse, uh, make a straight dexterity check to see if you'll be able to remove the remnants of the pick that you broke off inside the lock of okay. the chest. Uh, 15. Yeah, easy enough. You managed to get a pair of tweezers out from your uh, locksmithing tools. Yep. And um, yep. our pliers, I have. With another pick, you managed to shift the, the remnants out of the lock and able to pull out the old one. So if you make a second um, uh, lock picking tools check. Oh, let's see. That's 19 plus so oh. 22. Yeah. So. Definitely. So, with that ease, this time, uh, you know where you went wrong the last time, and you managed to swivel around, come at it from the different angle, and click, and the chest opens up, and you have a look inside. Mm. Uh, inside, you find um, let's see, thirty-seven gold pieces. Nice. Eighteen silver pieces. Nice. And four copper pieces. I'll go to Luke's pouch. And you also find a uh, a leather-bound journal, very well-preserved leather-bound mm. book. Mm. And with some, a very, very nicely um, embossed um, ancient Nord lettering right across the front of it. Hmm. It says, you, you, as you far notice as I know, a looming figure staring over your back shoulder as you pull the book out. <laughs> is this, and I'm muttering to myself, hmm, I wonder if this is a recipe for sandwiches. <laughs> uh, so I hand it to Luke to see if he can translate. Yeah. Uh, and uh, before opening it, uh, see, yeah, see if I can make uh, sense out of the, uh, uh, the, the runes or on the cover. Uh, on the cover, it's it's lettering on the cover of the book, and it it simply states what you read outside. Ragthong, the long sighted. Okay, uh, sweet. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll open it. Uh, you open it up, and it's all written in in ancient Nord, and it kind of like begins and sort of like um, <clears throat> where he's um, it's finally begun. Um, I can't believe. Um, the generosity of my great lord and you see where he says great lord and then after it you see um, these other symbols that are not ancient Nord and there seems to be sets of three of them you can't make them out there just seem to be scratches and dots hmm. uh, after each other uh, but they, they seem to be in groups of three uh, but then he continues saying that for gracing me with this magnificent forge, I will make great use of it um, 
to for the glory of and again uh, our, the glory of our lord and then again it's got this these different markings these scratches and they're all and they're set out in set to three as you're moving along um oh rolling until no rolling history check yeah, no, yeah, I have, yeah, I have history proficiency, so that def, that's definitely the the place I would go if there's any chance it's going to work. Uh, oh, busted! A total of a six. Yeah, you don't recognize. Oh wait, 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 wait! Hang on, I'll I'll use my uh, this uh, I'll use my uh, bardic inspiration because I it can, it's good on an ability to check. Ah, no, <laughs> that sucks too. Total of eight. <laughs> Yeah, no, you don't recognize where they're where they're coming from or what he's mentioning. You do know that it seems to think that it seems to be the name of his lord of who's of who he serves, but you can't you don't understand the language and you don't understand sort of like uh, the markings either. You haven't seen them before. Okay, so uh, uh, he continues in in his book that yeah, um, I'll keep re- I'll keep reading what I can read. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's. Um, hopefully his master will be uh, impressed um, with the magical armor that he's going to create and um, show up that um, um, trying to think of the word that he would use um, that glory hunter Haldir that scumbag (laughs) thinking that he uh, just because he can split himself into three different people, he thinks he's all that, but he's not. Um, and he he goes on, and then it further go, it starts to descend into sort of like you know uh, how he actually hates uh, Holdir and anybody <laughs> can create a magic spell, and he's like you know he's useless and he's gone. And he goes and this armor he's going to have put on all of his uh, all of the lords, um, servants and soldiers, and it'll going to make his army the greatest of all time. A burn. Nice. Yeah. So is this is this like ten page journal, fifty page journal, hundred page journal? Like how long is it? That's pretty much it. That's it. as oh, okay. you're reading through it. There's not that much more to it. Um, what did you you scored like twenty or something on your investigation check, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, I was going to say I'm looking over um, uh, Luke's shoulder. Is there any way that I can that I can recognize uh, yeah. these, these scratches? Yeah, have, have, and, have, uh, I was going to say that the, the things, that, especially no, the things I, mean, I don't recognize, you, I'll, you, I'll you, show to the rest of the group. No, you recognize nothing in the book. I okay. would say that uh, with your investigation check, you did notice over here some fallen rubble in the corner. Oh, sorry, I missed where that popped open. Oh, there. Yeah, okay. That big pile of stuff over there. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, just beyond what you couldn't see from your vantage point, but as you first entered, and then you got engaged with, you see uh, the dead body of um, what seems to be a human crushed over here. You see what seems to be the remains of uh, a bed, and then you see hmm. all this rubble has fallen down and crushed the life uh, of this non-moving skeleton hmm. well i'm gonna have to check that out okay so roll a, an investigation check and that's uh 11 and yeah 11 yeah so you move some of the rubble away and you actually find another leather bound book 
This Ooh. one seems more bookish than the other one. It's not uh, like a journal. It seems just like a book. Interesting. And again, it's written in the same sort of squiggly lines as as the one that Luke has been reading in the journal. Oh, okay, the so, whole book. Sorry, sorry, Victor. Yeah, no. So no longer Nordic, but but all this code or whatever it is. No, no, no. No, it is it is Nordic. Okay, well, I'm going to bring uh, it's it. It's the same as as all the writing, not the same squiggly lines. Okay, I'm bringing it back down to Luke to uh, uh, and hand it over to him. See what he can see. Yeah, do the usual. I'll do. Have a look. So, yep, you have a look on it. And in the book, it seems to be uh, an encyclopedia of Nordic military ranks Ooh. and their corresponding insignias. And you actually recognize one of them. You saw it earlier on the, the shoulder pads of the armor that you've seen. And it kind of relates to what sort of all the armor seems to have want to have these insignias engraved on each of the armors to signify the rank of the person wearing it. And you recognize that the insignia that was on this armor, that somebody would have the rank of captain if they were actually wearing it. The, the, the armor that animated was a captain's armor. Yes. Cool. Oh, this is oh man, this is oh, this is this is this is like nerd heaven for Luke. This is this is so cool. <laughs> is there anybody anything anybody else would like to do? Um, <clears throat> well, I haven't investigated the whole place yet, or have I? I, I? I'm I'd like to know about this larger anvil, and I'd also like to see what's around the forge if there's anything left to to, to look for. Mm, there's not that much around you. Okay. Have a look around it. Being it, it's just tools. So you get tongs and hammers, and um, various sort of like sharpening implements and sharpening stones. Ah, okay. Uh, and then over near the forge area, you do have what seems to be a half-made sword. So the handle of it has not been made yet. So it's just a jutting piece of metal, mm-hmm. but the blade is still inside some of the coals, still red and glowing okay um and nothing more by the bed that's been buried with rubble or anything like that so nope. yeah well um i think we've pretty much uh seems to me anyway we've pretty much taken care of this area uh or plumbed it for all its depths does everybody else agree so I, I, I'm going to take a look at the forge. Does it have any, uh, it's cause it's still burning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, he's that's mentioning that in the book of how grateful he is that his Lord has gifted him with this very special forge. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So Good I'm going to go take a look at the forge, um, or, and the anvils, so just any markings or anything, uh, you know, uh, Nordic or, or or similar to the weird the weird language or anything that that would sort of indicate like you know just you know what the heck you know what's up with these what's up with this forge that it's still lit mm. after thousands of years. Yeah, so have you investigate and you're sort of like discussing it amongst your um, 
your colleagues there. Um, Botty, you roll um, a history check, please. Absolutely. Um, 15. 15. You would have heard, uh, as Luke's investigating the forge, um, you notice that it's just normal hot coals. and It's not like magma. It's not going down into a lava pocket or anything like that. It is literally just loads of coal that just seems to be forever burning. And you have been in um, sort of like uh, mage, mages colleges and sort of like, you know, the down in Cyrodiil and places like that where they have torches that are forever burning. But this seems to be a forge of a similar design, but it would definitely take somebody of great magical power to be able to create something this size with giving off this amount of heat. Uh, but it's magical in nature, and it seems to be created by somebody who has great magical powers. Um, but it's the same sort of thing. It's like an ever-burning torch. Amazing. And you relay this to your your companions. So the, the, up in the, the upper, that, is that, that is that a pool of water up uh, up in the upper left? Yes, it is. So I, I, I'm I'm gonna you know, find a I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I would like take the helmet and I'm gonna try to get some water and just splash it in the forge to see if it just if there's any 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 reaction whatsoever or, or I, no actually you know what I'll I'll I'll, I'll take a, 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 you know like my my uh, camp shovel or something for my camp pack or something and just scatter some. Just to see if there's any, 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 what I'm trying to do is see if the, if the forge can be cooled and, you know, like if, if you throw a bunch of dirt in water, does it cool or does it just, just burn with equal ferocity, no matter what, you know, what, what you do to try to douse it. I mean, you've got a water skin on you, so you can just empty some of the water skin. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. It, it, instantly, it instantly goes, burns it off and steam comes rising out of it. Um, you don't seem, it doesn't seem to lessen the heat in any way. Hmm. Um, since it's been such a bane of my existence, can I uh, see what happens if I dip my pickaxe into the forge there? <laughs> uh, it starts to get hot and get hot. How long, how long do you leave it in there? Oh, just, uh, just not long enough to, for it to melt, but just to see if it changes in any way or, or if anything magical happens to it. No, it just, it just starts to get hot. Right. And I just take it out and run over and dip it in the water. You're keeping that pickaxe? Yeah, I'm keeping it. <laughs> for services rendered. Well, that was my that was my next question. Can I can I investigate for any kind of ore or gems in in the area? Uh, uh, in this area. No, there doesn't seem to be okay. any ore deposits or anything like that. Maybe back in the other cave areas, you could yeah. find where it leads into uh, like an ore deposit. But I would remind my friends also, uh, <clears throat> whether this means anything to them or not, that this is called the Dova Mine. Uh, is that significant in any way that we can discern? Well, you've already heard Dover. You know that Dover means dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's what I'm asking. You asking There's me? A, or you asking Ben? Yeah. Well, so I'm, I guess we'll I'm asking the uh, the Dragon Forge. The Dragon Forge, yeah. In other words, is this significant in any way? Can I can I discern that, or have we pretty much tapped out what we know here? Yeah, we just have to start selling tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you that was the the name of the mine. The mine yeah. was Dover Mine. Uh, the name of this place was uh, Rathine the Long Sighted, and. It- it seems to be his forge belonging to him. Yeah, no, I, I just, I was, I, yes, I, I, I just assumed that that was simply his tomb marker, and if it was the Dova mine, perhaps they were connected in some way, but clearly they but were this, not. So. From what you can tell, this isn't a tomb; it's, a, it's a workshop. Mm, okay, yeah. He died in his bed, uh, so the and all the the guys out in the hallway had died from a a like a collapsed tunnel from all the rubble falling on them. There's no sarcophaguses in here, nothing. It seems to be that this was an actual workshop of um, Rathheim, the the long-sighted. And this is where he was making all his armor and his weapons for his lord. Why is he called the long-sighted? All right, well, that's that's all I've got. I, I don't know if I can come up with any more grand ideas here to glean more information. Anybody else got anything? No, not if we didn't see any markings or anything. Uh, it's, no, is, the pool, just... uh, is, is the pool is the pool a natural spring? Can we tell? It just seems to be um, like, yeah, like a natural body of water. It seems to go down pretty deep. Um, it probably spreads out underneath, going underneath the all these caved areas and spreading around. So um, you can't see well in. It's pretty dark down there. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to go in or anything crazy. Just to okay. Yeah, I don't have any great proficiency in <laughs> holding my breath or anything like that. So. Um, well, Jaquai is definitely not going in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I guess we've pretty much. Uh... Yeah, Jaquai notices kind of a little uh, uh, dark area over here in the corner, and he's trying to peer in to see if he can see anything. Where is he? I lost Jaquai. That, that's just where the um, oh, there he is. Uh, the tile uh, starts turning back into a um, a cave again. It starts to broken up and sort of like starts to dissipate and goes into the wall. So it's just random dirt, and then you got the cave wall over there to the left. It doesn't lead anywhere. Okay. Hmm. Doesn't seem to be any other uh. A- was it entrances or exits from this end of the my, so, uh, of the workshop? Is is that that larger anvil? I, I, I mean, I haven't spent any particular. I mean, I've seen anvils. Probably have blacksmith friends back at home in Cyrodiil. Have I ever? Is is that? I assume the sort of smaller anvil close to the forge is more kind of normal anvil size. Is is that larger one over on the other side? Is that 
is that common? Is that something we would have seen in black blacksmith forges, other places? Not where you, um, not any uh, anvil that you've ever seen. No. Yeah. Okay. It just seems to be a, a ver- an extraordinarily large anvil that seems to have loads of different um, attachments that come out in the sides in different shapes. Hmm. So, uh, sort of like you'll have a, a rounded side on this side that sort of like protrudes out, and this here you got slightly rectangular shape, and over this side you've got. Like I'll, I'll, I'll make a little sketch of it just just for you know since it, since it looks unusual, I'll make a little rough rough quick sketch before we leave. Just uh, so it looks like it's so, for armor forging or forming uh, kind of kind of thing. It sounds like to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To be quiet, it's just simply bigger forges or simply <laughs> bigger anvils. Um, hmm. well, I wish we could come up with something about those dots and dashes. Yeah, I'll, uh, no, believe me, I, I'm going to spend a lot of time with this. This is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I, you know, so so well I don't know Colin how do you want to do you want us to just get, get back to town how do you want to Yeah so if you guys want to end it if you want to sort of like end it here you can if you wanted to you could sort of like uh, venture back up into the uh, the main area of the the mine maybe Yeah I was going to suggest that we could just sort of go there and 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 since there's a campfire and bedrolls and everything there we can just spend some time and rest and eat yeah, restore your spells because it's uh, with the time that you spent in there, it's probably around about uh, seven p.m., maybe seven thirty. So it's uh, getting dark outside. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll continue to pour over these books. Uh, you know, uh, just you know, continue to study them, and, and I assume that you know, the continued study won't won't. Won't, won't help me with those mysterious squiggles, but I'll definitely you know, read through them. I mean, both of them, both of them, to the extent I can understand them. Cool. cool. Thank you very much, guys, and thank you everybody for listening. This has uh, been Skyrim Ten AD. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim Ten AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.